Chapter 1 Juliet Henry thought it good that she hadn't killed herself the night before, since the day had turned out so lovely. Not that there had been anything deliberate about her near demise, but she shouldn't have been out driving in that beastly storm when flash floods were a possibility. Now she would have to have someone clean the mud out of her car before she could use it again. Her neighbors had had better sense than to try to get down to White Oaks for the opening of the new gallery, and that included the feature artist, Raphael James, whose paintings were in the finest galleries in San Francisco and New York. He didn't need to display at the White Oaks Emporium. This was just noblesse oblige, throwing the local dog a bone. A very nice bone that Juliet had wanted to see. On the upside, the storm had scoured the sky blue. There wasn't a cloud anywhere, and the limitless light was as clear on earth as it was in heaven. Or so she believed. Only the hawks would know for certain, and they weren't talking. If she decided to paint it, she would have to break out the ultramarine blue she usually reserved for lupins. Harvey Allen's alleged feline, Marley, had fallen asleep on the stackstone wall about six feet from her easel in a patch of early sun. Possibly he was gathering strength for his second effort to lure her into feeding him. He was covered in soft white petals, fallen from the aging apple tree, the last holdouts that had resisted the storm, but were ready to give themselves up to the sun and intermittent gasping breeze of morning as it climbed up the draw. Only a few tufts of orange fur sticking out of the white fluff suggested that the largish lump was in fact a cat and not another rock. Come to think of it, Marley's presence so early in the morning was a little odd. Neither Harvey nor Marley were early risers, though at least Marley never presented himself in public with bloodshot eyes and breath smelling of whiskey when he deigned to join the other residents. The relationship between the man and the cat was not an expected one, and Juliet had decided that Harvey fed the cat so that he could be seen to have some redeeming feature, and of course Marley was in it for the food but it seemed obvious to her that the relationship lacked emotional conviction on both sides, and Marley would move house if he got a better offer. She had thought of making that offer, though she had never owned a cat. Marley was fond enough of Juliet, or at least her tuna fish sandwiches which she packed on days when she was painting, to not be put off by the smell of turpentine or her favorite sienna red paint. Though Juliet was likewise warm-hearted toward Marley and enjoyed his company when she worked, she had no fondness for his human landlord and therefore withheld offers of adoption which would cause rancor and perhaps retaliatory snooping. Her low opinions of Harvey Allen's morals and personality were not unique, though he had not aroused her to speechless fury as he had so many of her neighbors, perhaps because she hadn't been there long enough for him to discover anything about her. There were things to discover, though, and she knew that he might manage the feat someday, no matter how discreet she was. Harvey was a professional gossip. Normally, he would not have been allowed inside their little artist colony, but Harvey Allen had decided to write a book. No one was sure what it was about. A collection of his Elvis sightings or alien abduction stories from the rags he wrote for was one guess. It didn't much matter what he was writing about. By becoming a book author, Harvey had the right to rent one of the small studios and move into the artist's compound known as Bartholomew's Wood. He was a fly in the otherwise perfectly smooth ointment of her new life. And in spite of his presence, Juliet remained steadfast in her conviction that this was the right place for her to be. 
It was a marriage of old-fashioned values and basic modern comforts. Juliet shook her head, uncapped her paint, and began mixing colors. The tricky part was not accurately mixing the red earth tones all around her. It was doing it in a way that wasn't flat and cliché. She liked representational art, but had her desire simply been to document what was there, she would have used a camera. Which she still had. Several of them, most small and undetectable to the average eye. They were a souvenir from her days at the very private, very secret think tank of the NSA, and a boss who gave her toys for her birthday instead of flowers. There had been both relief and frustration when she took early retirement. Juliet was good at solving puzzles, and her boss knew it. But many of her co-workers were uncomfortable around the woman who could see over horizons. Juliet preferred to think of her gift as having moments of forensic intuition.